0: Today we went to see two farmers, the first was with Teal. Me, Mar, Dania, Claudia was in a car driven by Felipe and it felt so good because I seldom had a chance to sit in a car in the Netherlands. Because here, taxi is very expensive, obviously, and I don't actually know anyone who drives a car. So, this opportunity is very fascinating. We drove from Arnhem Center, a city space, gradually to the highways, and then we found ourselves on the little roads but not muddy still roads in a countryside and we saw sheep, ponies horses cows and then we arrived at Teo's farm uh, he recently changed from a diary farm into a corp farm so and also it's winter so we Basically didn't see anything um at first. So the grounds like just green with grass and black. Uh so we went down sitting, we had coffee, a little bit snack, and then Teo started to introduce himself and on the first page of the uh PowerPoint it says he's a. Uh, Landscape art uh, scientist landscape scientist. and then he started to introduce to us uh the different kind of system he uses in planting the potatoes. so basically the this kind of new control system uh helps the soil to be more healthy because they don't they put in less so it doesn't um affect the plant and the soil like people who are crazily eating mcdonald's getting a lot from artificial um nutrition's fake nutrition's instead of natural stuff so a body doesn't grow naturally and it also affects the ecology because if the plant is not interacting with the soil, then the soil became imbalanced and maybe the fertilizer would also um, affect the quality of the soil. So the soil went bad. Uh, but instead, um, healthy and natural ecology would be the plants would take what nutrition in need from the soil And then um, there's also a lot of worms in the soil, like Till said. uh, Ideally, there will be 300 worms at uh, one square meter and 30 centimeters deep soil, which is very mind-blowing because imagining so many worms in this little palm size land. And what we see is not everything. Yeah. Um, and then Noel asked the question, like, uh, yes, this is great. The whole system and the plant, natural potatoes, till it was growing and um helping with the ecosystem working naturally but this also makes the potatoes more expensive so how is tail doing extra to attract the customers to buy his potatoes instead of the not so natural potatoes selling in the supermarkets and then till replied with the significance in um, basically telling these things again. Uh, But uh, in the end, he concluded that the blah, blah, blah things he did um, is great and customers should pay for it. But then it became a question from me. Uh, Yes, you're doing all these wonderful things for better food for customers and also more importantly or equally importantly um, maintaining or bettering the soil and ecology so basically you are also helping governments so they don't pay more to balance the soil and ecology again so government should pay you they should encourage this kind of self-made Um, system to help with the ecology so the government should pay you or at least help in some ways reduce tax um, give subsidies and then they became like they they started to say um, yes this is a very valid question but then the government they don't have like this whole system of evaluating how much they are helping the ecology and also with the european standards they don't um they don't give much help the money is very little but then we have we had to wrap this question up and we went to see the plants it was very muddy then and i also saw the boxes with chinese characters of the of the solar panels very interesting large large boxes of solar panels um, and then we went to the field to see the broccolis there are really like small trees and also there was leek and then till started to tell us um, this is also part of his new system of balancing the soil but then, um uh, it's not mature enough to promote it to or like um give it to other farms to really do it, and also the leeks, they have uh, traces of flies or worms, so people don't want them I mean it's also like a a thing also in China that people don't want bad looking vegetables they People just don't want them. They want perfect stuff, but the nature doesn't work that way. Uh, the traces of worms actually is a is a proof that the plant is natural and is healthy. Is uh, also healthy for people, for consumers who eat them. So this was also the problem, and we took the yellow and not perfect broccoli leaves to feed pigs and then we drove another 30 minutes to Igni's farm where she keeps pigs and it really stinks a little bit the very familiar stinky sour um, smell of human exc- excrements uh there are little pig piglets, which are super super cute um and there's uh there's a wild pig male with two female wild pigs. They're very furry instead of the pink pigs we often have the image of uh, in a cartoon. And uh, Ignis said um, the female pigs are always pregnant. They give birth three times in a year. Mm. Yeah, which is also part of the conversation that we always had about how to care about animals. We I I remind it reminded of um, this cow documentary Cleo mentioned where um they they keep cows pregnant all the time and pregnancy made the the cows have large breasts and in the end they're dangling down on on the ground and when they walk they just the breast smashes on the ground and it's really painful and cruel to see it the image and then the cow, the female cow would become very aggressive in the end and very protective towards the little cows, even if the cows aren't born by her. This kind of cruelty of people by raising animals. Um... Then we also went into the little store to see the products where they always they also sell uh, parts that Dutch people don't normally eat, like pig feet and chicken feet. But that's what makes this store niche. Um, I had this question in mind about the slaughtering, because even if they give animals a lot of care in a farm... What about the slaughterhouses? And then later Claudia asked about this question. And Ignace said there are small slaughterhouses um, in Netherlands. Where they do very good work instead of huge slaughterhouses. And she would also go into the slaughterhouse to see. To make sure the animals were slaughtered in a great way. (laughs) In a great way. Um... Ignis also came from a landscape architecture background, which raised my question like, okay, for the past two days, we've been visiting farmers that are very highly educated agriculture scientists, architectures, uh, architects, uh, architects, But what about the other farmers, what about the majority of the farmers if they are not highly educated, if they don't have the education, even in agriculture, which is they inherit land and they have to do this. And then Ignis cried. And she told us there is a number, a specific number in Netherlands that is for farmers who want to suicide. So it's like a thing that this happens a lot. Because the highly educated people, they can just drop the farm thing if they don't work out. And find another job the second day. But then a lot of other farmers, they don't have a second choice. And then Theo um, complimented that the tradition in Dutch farming is they... They need to grow big. And with now the technology feeding in. So for example, Lisa mentioned this uh, in her study. um, Like bees are dying out. So trees cannot get flowers. But instead of finding out why bees are dying, scientists are inventing technologies to make trees make flowers to imitate bees to make trees grow fruits and with all the technology it's basically like a money laundry stuff where people just put large amounts of money into inventing artificial stuff and um, put these on the head of the farmers so farmers need to pay more for technology to make their farms bigger and bigger and take more risks because no one knows what would happen and if the farm isn't working, then they are facing large mortgages from banks and they could go bankrupt and ruin their life. So it's a whole systematic thing. Well, I have two reflections majorly. One is that the astonishing facts that these many farmers, no matter who were originally farmers or people who turned their head into the agriculture sector, they have, at least these people we've seen these days, they're highly educated. They know what they should do and they're doing good for the nature and for also for the customer. They're brave. They they stick on the niche things they're doing but what about the farmers in China I barely know anyone studying agriculture science and people who are agriculture scientists they're actually practicing growing crops or raising animals in fields and making biological stuff I I never heard that the, they like supermarkets sell stories of farmers, they put their pictures next to tomatoes and potatoes, but they don't actually help I mean these methods dies out for just they they lived for a very short time and then it didn't help consumers to do better No customers would think of. Um what is like where is the food they're eating from, and is that good or bad for the environment the people just don't care. they want to fill their stomach and fill their stomach with good stuff and cheap stuff, but they they seldom reflect on the environments, just as in the culture and tradition people i mean chinese people eat vegetables for uh now is for health the past is for religious reasons for and kindness for animals and um for their for the best of their afterlife they don't actually think of or reflect on how the animals are impacting the environment i mean we are We have such a big land and we have so many people, but we we don't think of how um, the kind of way we choose in our diet is affecting the bigger image. Or we, we just simply think of, we're so many people and if one of us changes something in our own habit, it doesn't change much. And then we eat meat for, like, unconsciously about, very unconscious, very unaware of the environmental changes that eating animals are bringing. And also vegetables, which simply just don't care. And second reflection. is that, um, what is my second reflection again? First is about the farmers. And second is, um, I don't remember what what is my second reflection, um, Maybe it's about the consumers, Um, also the unawareness for the environment which made me feel so shameful, I mean I'm repeating myself.